the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Glad to hear it. Well, thank you. It was a very tough game, wasn't it? It was a tough game. I've got a question for you. Have you ever been scared of the dark? Yeah, a little, a little bit. I've been scared of the dark. From time to time, I'm still scared of the dark. I'm scared of the dark when I'm alone. Yeah. Oh. That's a really big point, Jack. I've got a question for you. When you're scared of the dark, what do you do? Yeah. Well, sometimes I just try to close my eyes and think of something fun that I did today. Yeah, close your eyes, try to think of something fun. What else? Yeah, so you imagine somebody else. What else? I'll be like, I'm like, at least if Jesus is with me and when I close my eyes, if there's something scary in my mind, I just run to my parents. Yeah, you can run to people who help and Jesus is with you, right? 
When I was young, I know I told this to you before, but when I was young, I grew up in the country and there were no street lights or anything near. And sometimes there would be no moon and it'd be cloudy and it was really hard to see out there. But I still had to go. And sometimes I would run because I just wanted to be, get it over with as quick as possible. And sometimes I'd try to tell myself that God will be with me, God will be with me, God will be with me. But you know always what, it, always what made it like 100% better? When Dad would come with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I used to think that Dad could see better than I could in the dark. Like he was really good at it. Because he just knew where everything was. He was able to walk around stuff. Like he, he could, he was just so good at it. Now as I'm getting older, I'm here to tell you that he could probably see worse than I can. <laughs> but here's the neat thing. When somebody was with me, I felt safe. And when somebody was with me, even though they couldn't see better than me, even though they didn't make it brighter, we didn't bring a flashlight, nothing like that, just somebody with me made it better. Does that ever work for you in the dark? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Today, in today's story, we're talking about today's Sunday, Christ the King, right? And I think when we imagine Christ the King, we imagine Christ victorious over death, reigning in heaven, the Son of God, who will judge the heavens and the earth, right? But I think also, I think in, here in today's story of the cross, we have Jesus who is with us when things seem scary. Jesus who is with us in the midst of our fear, in the midst of things that really, really make us worry. Jesus is someone who can see better than us in the dark. Jesus is someone who makes walking in that darkness a little bit better. I think Jesus, we see the biggest powerful part of Jesus when we see Jesus in the places that scare us. And make us worry. Like I'm scared of the dark and, my um. and that's a place that Jesus can be. So here's what I want you to do, okay? I want you, the next time you're in the dark, whether you're scared or not, I want you to remember Jesus. I want you to remember Jesus is the one who helps us when we're scared. I want you to remember Jesus is the one who makes those scary things into something different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have two. One thing. Um, I feel um, when I'm in this dark and also with Jesus with me, I kind of like feel brave. Yeah. I do too. I think that's something to pray about. Shall we pray? God, we're very thankful. We're thankful that you, (coughs) excuse me, you give us people who stand with us when it's dark out. We're thankful that you, yourself, 
stay with us when things are scary and when we worry and when we have things that we need. Just like Jack said, help us and make us brave in these situations if it can be. But even if we just stay worried and scared, help us to know that you're with us and that you love us and that you'll never leave us. Thank you for being a God that stays with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus. Amen. How many of you, when you were younger, had someone that made the dark feel less dark? Some. Not all. I think on Christ the King Sunday, it's easy for us to expect not to be at the cross. It's easy for us to expect that we would not have the moment when Jesus is dying, but we would have the moment when Jesus is rising, or we would have the moment when Jesus is ascending, or we would have a moment of Jesus coming on the clouds with great power and glory to judge the living and the dead. All of those seem to exude power and exude authority. And I think those are all accurate depictions of who Christ is. But at the center of Christ and at the center of our faith is the cross. At the center of who we understand Jesus to be is the cross. You see, with all the power given to him, Jesus chooses to pour out that power for us. And with all of heaven and earth willing to bow down, Jesus chooses to give of Jesus' own self. And with all the radiant light in heaven, Jesus chooses to walk with us when the sun is blacked out and there doesn't seem to be hope. Jesus is a very different kind of king. Jesus doesn't consolidate power for Jesus' own self, and Jesus doesn't make sure that things are working for him before it works for other people. Jesus puts the whole world before himself. And Jesus steps down from a throne in order to serve his people. Jesus is a very different kind of king. This does something to us, I believe. When we see the type of king that Jesus is, when we see the type of reign that Jesus holds, we start to think of life differently. Instead of being like the rest of the kings of the world, people who consolidate power and consolidate wealth and consolidate property, we start to think 
of our lives like Jesus thought of his. Opportunities to serve, opportunities to help, opportunities to give ourselves and make things different in the world. When we think of the reign of Christ, we begin to think not of what we can gain, but of what we can give. When we think of the reign of Christ, we think differently. Really important, I believe, is yes, this dynamic, but also something different. We have the theology of God and we have this understanding of Christ as a different king, and we have this understanding of being poured out, and we have this understanding, cerebrally, of what's happening in our life. What I'm increasingly aware of in this text is that on a day when we celebrate all the power of Christ, we tell the story to one another, and it helps us emotionally too. Imagine the first time the disciples actually said out loud to one another what had happened to Christ. They had to work through the emotions of seeing a friend die. They had to work through the emotions of having that incredibly anxious feeling that their lives were not safe. They had to work through the emotions and the grief and the anger and the fear of those moments at the cross. They had to say it out loud. And when we say these things out loud, I believe that from time to time there can be healing. When we say these parts of our lives out loud, I believe from time to time grief can happen and wholeness can happen and health can happen. We arrive at the cross on Christ the King Sunday not just so we can say we are powerful and it won't be taken away from us, but we come to the cross on Christ the King Sunday to say something's happened to me. Some of it good and some of it terrible and I need to talk about it. Something's happening to us, some of it radiant and some of it truly grueling and we need to talk about it. Telling the story of the cross is permission and guidance tell the story of our own pain and our own grief and our own suffering. Trusting that God will be in those stories too. Or at the very least listen to those stories and dwell with us in those stories. God is here. Not with a flashlight. But simply God's presence helps make the dark a little less dark. So only if you want, only if you want, 
I invite yourself sometime this week to think of those things that make our hearts heavy, that make our shoulders ache and our necks tense, that truly weigh on us. I invite you in safe places, whether it be with a journal or with a human being, to talk about it. To name it for what it is. And it's my expectation and hope for all of us to have the God of the cross be the God that meets us in all of our suffering, that meets us in all of our struggle, that meets us in all of the things that we are going through. Our God, our King, is one that meets us here. And I'm so happy to have someone in the darkness with me. God be with you this week when these things are raw. God be with you this week when the cross is too fresh to talk about. God be with you this week if the darkness just doesn't seem to get lighter. God be with you this week as the God of the cross indeed becomes the God of our everyday lives. God be with you. Amen.